Welcome back. This is the I Want to Know Christian Podcast, where every Tuesday we come in here and we attempt, through the grace of God, to answer a question that is relevant for today's believers, that is much needed. I'm Misty, and I'm with... Pastor Glenda. Pastor Glenda. All right, Pastor Glenda. Well, today we're talking about what is the spirit of grief. Mm. Yes, Lord. You know, we know what grief is, but there is also a spirit of grief. Yes. You know, I think the first thing we need to do is clarify to everybody that grief is not just like the loss of a, of a loved one. Or a thing. Right. Grief, you can be grieving over many things. Yes. Uh, you can grieve over lost years. You can grieve over your financial situation. You can grieve over... Dreams that didn't work out, right? Or, or a situation maybe you're in with a spouse that doesn't seem to be like they used to be anymore. Right. And it's just got you tore up on the inside. Yeah. yeah. So everything that we're going to be talking about today is relevant to any form of grief. Mm-hmm. Okay. In preparing for this, I went to the Bible, of course, and pulled up a few scriptures You know, before we even get into the details of what God's plan is for grief, I think it's important that we give some, just a moment of praise to God for just, you know, if you look at Revelations 21.4, it says that God will wipe away all of our tears from our eyes, and there will be no more death and sorrow and crying or pain. That's what's coming for us, church. Yes, yes, hallelujah. A time where there will not be a tear shed, that we will all be full of joy and peace and fulfillment. So whatever we're going through right now, it is a season Mm -hmm. because there is a time coming where we will just be so full of joy. We we won't know how to act, will we, Mom? Right, it is but for a short time. Right. Unless we get unhealthy about it mm-hmm. and make it for a very oh, long yes, time. And people can do that. Well, absolutely. In the book of Job, in the beginning when he lost his children and his well, his wife and everything, and 16 chapters later, he was still declaring his grief. Yeah. I mean, he was still wearing that mantle of grief. Yes, he was. 16 chapters. That's just too many chapters of a <laughs> life to be wearing the mantle of grief. Well, he, I believe he was carrying guilt and shame, you know, uh, not for himself, but for over his children and what they were doing. So he believed that, you know, what he feared came upon him. And if you're going to carry every burden of everybody, you're going to get a lot of grief in your life. Amen. The Bible does say that grief is intended to be for a season. That mm-hmm. God understands that we grieve. Yes, there's a time to grieve, Ecclesiastes says. Right. Psalms 30 verse 5 says, Weeping may go on all night, but in the morning there is joy. Mm-hmm. There is supposed to be a morning. 
Yes. And I don't mean the morning like morning for somebody. I mean like the morning like for <laughs> the, the, the dawn. Right. There's supposed to be a dawn the on our grief. The morning comes when you get over it. Yes, you pick yourself up and you go on. Yeah, and you know, a lot of us today, we wear that mantle of grief m- far too long. And there's even people that create shrines to their grief. Yeah, well, like I said, you may have gotten saved. You're in the kingdom, but you're still carrying shame and guilt. I mean, you think about somebody who's lost a child, or maybe somebody, even a, a mother, who something happened in like late in her pregnancy. Yes. And you know, through that whole process, she's been preparing that nursery. And when that happens, it's a terrible thing. But it's like she doesn't want to give up the nursery. It becomes like a shrine. To the child that she lost mm. but we can do that not just with the death of somebody right we can make our life a shrine to what we've lost yes yes indeed we can you know we can sit around and i know people that are just miserable you know and you can't ask them how they're doing because you're going to hear about everything that's wrong everything that's missing yeah. everything that's lacking they in live their in life. the past they don't look ahead they don't look to the future which is going to be a glorious day for them. <laughs> and and they don't try to focus on that, but they're still focusing on what happened to them in the past. Well, the problem is God can't work with that. No, he can't. God is a, is about now. Now. He is a God of restoration. Yes. But if you're still holding Healing. on to grief, then you're basically turning away from God's restoration. Yes. There comes a point where, like we talked about last week or the week before, I forget which it was now, you got to lay it on the altar. Mm-hmm. Whatever the situation was, whatever hurt you, whatever it was, put it on the altar. It's time to let it go and let God come in and heal you now. You know, I feel like there may be a person listening to this right now who's grieving because of lost years. Mm. You know, their marriage may have ended or some sort of circumstance, long-term circumstances may have ended. Mm-hmm. And they've come to realize that, you know, maybe they were holding on to something they shouldn't ha- shouldn't have. And now they're thinking, you know, th- they may enter a new chapter of their life, which is wonderful and, and healthy for them, but they're so grieved by the 10, 20, 30 years. Yeah. Of that they were in bondage. Right. Well, how about the person that's getting older and realizing that they can't do what they used to do? That mm-hmm. can cause a person to start grieving. Exactly. You sound like you're speaking from experience. Mom. Well, I mean, there's times that I look and I think, now, wait a minute. I used to do that here 10 years ago without a problem. And now, you know, I can't do it like I used to do it. But you know what? That's the whole point of this experience with this journey, that now you're in a place where you can ask somebody else to do it or get somebody, pay them, whatever you got to do, but get it done another way. Well, exactly. You know, we're not supposed to grieve long term. We're supposed to have that grief for a season. I know when my grandmother died, your mother, I held on to that grief for 10 years. You did. And it wasn't just grief, but it was... um, a feeling of just such sorrow and such guilt. Guilt. That goes along a lot of times with grief. Yes, it does. 
And that, believe it or not, that's where the enemy wants you. Shame and guilt, actually. If the enemy can keep you in shame, guilt, and grief yeah. over what you did in the past, mm-hmm. then you are incapable of moving on to what God intends for you in the future. And even when I found God and I finally was able to release, and that's really the only solution when you're in a situation like that, you have to get to a point where you can release that to God. You have to say, God, you need to take this from me. I'm surrendering it to you. I'm trusting you with it. I can't carry this anymore. Mm -hmm. And then you have guilt because you're giving it up to God. (laughs) You know, you're thinking this is something I'm supposed to carry, but it's not. Remember, it's it's about what God's will is for us, and God does not have a will for us to carry grief like that. No. What's he say? Come to me, you, you who are weary and heavy burdened. Yeah, I will give you rest. I mean, it's God's will for us to have rest in him. He says his burdens are light. His yoke is light. Easy. Yeah. It's, it's yoke, easy. Yoke. But I'm telling you, you can have grief and not even know it, Misty. I did that. There was a situation where I was involved in something and somebody else didn't like it. So they put a stop to it, and I, and and actually the other party involved was hurt deeply by it. For weeks, I'm just up, I just carried this knowing in me something wasn't right. It was wrong. It was wrong. It was wrong. What was done to that person? I was in the car one day going down the road, and I said, Lord, I don't know what's wrong, but I don't like this. I've I've been this way for a long time, and I, it's a bad feeling. It was a bad feeling. And he said to me, you're grieving. And I said, grieving. And then immediately that situation came to my remembrance. And I said, oh, Lord. And do you know, Misty, until I went to them people and, and asked their forgiveness, that never left me till then. And when the minute I did, it was gone. See, yeah. I was carrying a grief. I didn't even know I was grieving. Well, and you know, the other thing that we need to remember is Psalms 147.3 says that he will heal the brokenhearted. Yes. And bind their wounds. Yes, that's in Isaiah 61 too. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit is our comforter. Jesus yes. said when he departed to be at the Father's side, that he was sending us a comforter. Yes. So we need to be willing to... To let, let the go. Yeah, to let the comforter do his job. Right, let the comforter do his job. And I know it sounds like it's something that's easy to say but hard to do. When you are in that situation, you just need to say, God, I'm going to surrender this to you. Holy Spirit, help me. Help me. Help me get through this. I'm releasing this to you, Lord. It's not meant for me to carry this burden anymore. Yes, yes. And I'm going to release this burden to you, God. And I'm going to trust that you're going to take it and that you're going to take care of it. Yes. You know, if it's a matter of someone that's, that you've lost someone, then I'm going to have confidence that they're in your hands, Lord. That's it. And that I'm going to have confidence, especially, you know, if they were a believer, we know the dead in Christ will, will return. So we will see them again. Right. But if it's another situation, if you're grieved over a circumstance, if you're grieved over the the time, remember the Bible says that God will give us ashes or take our ashes and give us beauty. Yep, beauty for ashes. If we 
I can certainly believe that the God who created the universe <laughs> is certainly capable of giving me back the time that I lost multiple fold. You know, the last 40, 40 years may have been terrible. Or I may have struggled and scraped by and I thought, God, if only, if only. But you know what? The next 10 could be just beautiful. Beautiful. If I let go of that past 40. Right, right. There you go, Misty. And for everybody out there, did you hear what she just said? That's the answer. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Now let the Holy Spirit come in and do his job. Right. But you've got to ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Right. And when you feel that grief, you know, welling up inside of you and you know that you've given it over to God, you got to recognize, no, I've, I've let that go. Yes. I'm giving this to you. Just keep saying it. Yes. You know, it may not be an instantaneous thing, but I tell you, I grieved hard for my grandmother for 10 years. And within a couple of weeks of releasing that to the Lord, I had healing from it. Right. And it wasn't because he wasn't ready to heal me right then, right there. It's because I had a trans little bit of a transition period where I had to keep going back and saying, nope, I'm releasing this to God. Nope, I'm releasing this. This is God. This was released to God. And then that that heaviness, yes. that spirit of heaviness, just comes off of you. And you know, does that mean I don't miss her? Of course I do. Of course I look forward to the day when I will see her again, tremendously. But there's a difference in that in in being burdened with grief, being sorrowful, and just mournful of something that's gone from your life you know there's new chapters ahead yes you just have to let the holy spirit come in and comfort you yes. through that process put you on now the new new path the right path the straight path the holy spirit will do it you just have to ask him to help you mm -hmm. and oh my you never know god <laughs> what god might do Whew. amen hallelujah He's a good God. Yep. Well, do you have anything else to add about grief today, Mom? Well, it's a bad spirit. I mean, it's a spirit that, ha you know, like Cleodiasic says, if you have a loss of a person, yes, there is a time to grieve. But that spirit, you've got to recognize that if it's got you and it's, you're just controlled by it day and night and you can't get over it, you get on your knees and you go to God and say, help me, help me. I can't get out of this. I'm not going to do this without you helping me. Mm -hmm. And there he is. There he is, Misty. And, you know, before we go, I just want to make it um, just something that the Holy Spirit brought back to my recollection. We can be grieved as Christians over our choices yes. that we've made that we know we're not of God mm -hmm. because we are fallible we we do make mistakes mm -hmm. we do have bad choices and we we're quick to repent however <laughs> the devil has a plan for that and if he can keep you in grief over what you did oh yeah then he can interfere with the repentance that is mm -hmm. ours through Christ 
And that is, uh, how many times have I heard that from people, Mom? Yes. I don't deserve this. I don't deserve this. I've, done, I've led this terrible life. I've yes. done these terrible things. That is nothing short of the enemy trying to shortchange you out of what Jesus shed his blood for. Yes. And that was to enjoy your life and have it more abundantly. Remember, it's not about you. Okay? It's about what Jesus did. And if we're concentrating on we're not good enough, we're not good enough, then we're saying the blood of Christ isn't good enough. That's it. And I'm going to tell you, as for me, the blood of Christ is more than enough. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. If you're out there right now and you're saying things like that, stop. Stop it. Because you are grieving the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. You know, he's already given us power. He's given us the power over anything. He's given us power and his love. Woo! His love, that's it. You know, once you get wrapped up in that love of His, nothing can hurt you no more. And He's given us a sound mind. Well, I meant to comment on this at the beginning, but as most of you will know, or will have no doubt noticed, we are on our new equipment. Hopefully we are sounding much better now. Um, We still have a couple more things that need to go in place before we get exactly where we need to be but praise god i just give god the glory yes we do we do you know and as far as that is concerned we give god the glory for this podcast period this is not for me it's not for pastor glenda it's for god to be able to reach his people i mean you may hear both of us throughout podcasts say i believe i've received a word from the lord and it may be for somebody. <laughs> yeah. We just surrender ourselves to that. Right. You know, what what has been given to us is sure. freely given. And we have to freely give and it. And we have to freely give it. And just because we're the ones behind the microphone doesn't mean that we can't be sharpened by the iron of other believers yes. as well. Yes. So please, if you have additional thoughts that you want to share, you want to... Con- this is supposed to be a conversation. So share your thoughts and bless us. Yes. We're all one family. There is but one church. The church, you know what church, there is not a lot of time left. Mm -mm. And we need to be prepared. We need to be watchful. We need to have a full lamp in preparation for the coming of Christ. Amen. And one way that we fill our lamp is through anointed teaching and through the anoint, anointed sharing of the word yes. among the brethren, the, the brethren yes. that iron sharpening iron. All right, praise God. We just thank you for taking the time to listen to today's message. We hope that it's brought you joy and peace and most of all, deliverance. Yes. That's, I don't know, for me, for my heart personally, that's something that God just really put on me as a deliverance ministry. I want to see people free. Yes. Amen. By all means, that's what he came to do when he came on the earth. He came to set the captives free, and that's what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Amen. Well, we are still working on the Father's House. It's going to uh, online, the virtual church. It will take some time, but just the fact that we've gotten the podcast moved into our new studio is a step in that direction you know so we should be we're i think our next um step is being able to start recording the worship 
and the the messages at some point. Yes. We'll keep you posted on that. Uh, but you can go to the fathershouseboc.com right now. You, there's an option on there for prayer requests. There's an option to contact us. If you have a question that you would love to hear us answer, you could either submit it there or go to YouTube and search for the I Want to Know Christian Podcast and comment on our video and say, hey, can you guys answer this question? And there's a pretty good chance we'll do it. Right, Mom? Yes, we will. All right. Hallelujah. Well, Mom, do you want to see us out in prayer or do you want me to? Go ahead, Misty. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. All right, dear Lord, we just thank you for this opportunity, for iron to sharpen iron, for us to be come together as one church. Yes. Not many, Lord, but one church. And we just ask you right now for these people to come to you for release of the spirit of grief, for healing of the spirit of grief. And for the, the comforter to just be yes. released to do yes, what he Holy does. Spirit, do what only you can do. Do what only you can do, Holy Spirit, and set these captives free, yes. Lord. Set them free. And God, we just pray that everyone who's listening to this message right now can just come to know you. Yes. And just to grow in their closeness so that they can have that personal that intimate relationship with you, yes, Lord, Jesus. as a father and a child would have. Yes. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Amen. All right, guys, we will see you next Tuesday. Yes, yes. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.